What's going on, guys? This is the Grinding for Greatness podcast. This is John Seaman with my co-host, James Hughes. How's it going? Uh, this is one of our internal monologue sessions. If you guys aren't aware of what that is and you've only heard our guest sessions, this is where we talk about some of the internal dialogue that you have in your head throughout the day uh, that's going to help you succeed or help hinder your success. Uh, today, I think James has a couple topics that he wants to talk about, and I'm just going to feed off of his energy, so uh, I'm going to turn it right over to him. All right, yeah, so hopefully we're uh, hungry and ready for this energy because this is something, to me, I'm very passionate about. Um, I'm the kind of guy that when I start something, when I start a project, my favorite part sometimes is actually doing the work itself. I mean, there's always that end goal that you want to get to, but sometimes I just enjoy the work itself. <laughs> enjoy and, the grind. Exactly, exactly. And so what we're going to try to cover today is identifying when you are loving the grind or when you're loving the end result, what you're doing. Because you can, a lot of times, if you find yourself loving the grind too much, you can tend to lose the bigger picture. Yeah. You can tend to start working for the sake of working, doing mm -hmm. for the sake of doing. And at that point, while you are working as hard as you were, maybe say at the beginning, you're not making as much gains. You're not yeah. working as efficiently. And so the whole operation can kind of start to curtail a little bit. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of this happens when we start to experience that burnout, when we start burning out in general. Mm -hmm. Now, an example that you use a lot is when an employee has decided to leave a company, they've pretty much made that decision about a month before or longer, yeah, before exactly. the actual movement happens. They, they, they've left before they verbalized it. Exactly. Yeah. And a lot of that's happening internally, whether they've acknowledged it or not, their actions start behaving from that pitfall, from that point of feeling. And I feel like when we start burning out, we've already started burning out before we've mentally acknowledged that mm -hmm. we're there at that point. Mm -hmm. And so a huge pitfall that we find ourselves in is when we start feeling burnout, we will start to double down on what makes us feel successful or we'll start doubling down on our strength. Mm -hmm. By doing that, we're shortcutting ourselves. We're not hitting that full picture in the sense that we operate with a sense of pills, with the sense of your weaknesses are just a pill that's about half empty or not as empty or not as full. And then buckets. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so with those buckets, <clears throat> we're doubling down on our strengths and we're just holding them. We're just lifting them and we're holding them and we're holding them and we're holding them. And what happens is that our muscles in that sense just get so used to carrying mm -hmm. that weight. Mm -hmm. It just gets so used to what should be expected and your arm's going to start to drag down a little bit. You're going to start to kind of get lost in the day-to-day -day part of it. Um, you're not really going to be feeling those gains, those strengths or whatever. What we need to do in those situations a lot of times is if we can find a way to readjust that energy, if we can find a way to figure out our weaknesses and what those are um, and what are those, those shortcomings are, by reapplying that energy there, we're going to get a different, a different perspective, a different weight. We're going to use a different part of that muscle, mm -hmm. of that energy, and that grind is going to feel a little rejuvenating. Mm -hmm. And then we can discuss a little bit on more small picture. How do you do that in an operation? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've talked about this off camera several times that, you know, we started a business because of the action that mm -hmm. it takes to to run and build a business and grow a business, uh, the actual work involved. And both of us are workers, so mm -hmm. we enjoy the work um, and it's what we're good at. So that's what's easier for us versus, you know, taking the step back and trying to teach the work and to monitor the work. And when we 
you know, start to see a little bit of burnout or we start to get stressed, it's so much easier just to go do the work, Mm -hmm. you know? So, you know, we'll find ourselves putting ourselves into that position of just being the worker. And then there's no one there to be the operator, you know, which is extremely difficult on a business. Exactly. And then coming from a leadership perspective at that point, if you're a leader that's starting to burn out, you know everyone else is going to pick up on that. Yeah, everyone else feeds the energy for sure. Yeah, you, you, whoever the, the upper echelon is, that that energy, no matter if it's good or bad, just pulls down. You know, it just it just pulls into everybody else, whether you're doing it intentionally or unintentionally. So it's something that you have to be very intentional on. They will feed off your energy no matter what. You know, and what examples that you're setting. Exactly. And when we look at this larger perspective of whatever it is you're trying to build, whether it be a system in your business, whether it be a whole business, whether you've just started out, whether you're in the throes of it, right in the thick of it. If we look at ourselves and treat ourselves as a tool in this building operation, how do you utilize yourself the most? At a certain point when that hammer starts to get a little worn down, it's not a worthless hammer. You know mm-hmm. exactly when you can use that somewhere else or mm-hmm. apply that somewhere else. Mm-hmm. We as a tool, we know that burnout is going to happen. We know that grind is mm-hmm. going to start to get there. Mm-hmm. And so when it gets there, like I said before, it's very easy to double down on those strings. Mm-hmm. As that starts to build up, as you start to feel that coming on, it's very important at that point to stop and see how far you've come. Because at that point, you're getting that slightly different perspective, right? Once you start to see how far you've come, you can kind of see, all right, have I been dragging one foot? My right foot's been going very well, but my left one's not so strong, so I've been just going in a circle this whole time. Mm -hmm. When you start to feel that burnout, you start to look at yourself as that tool. You Mm -hmm. can see, have you been applying yourself in the the best way or not? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so I think a lot of that is all about perspective, which Mm -hmm. is what you essentially are saying, you know, whether you're looking forward or looking backwards. And a lot of entrepreneurs who are really, you know, motivated of looking forward don't take a second to look backwards. I'm guilty of that a lot myself. I don't like to look backwards because I don't like to think, oh, man, I've made it this far. And now let me let my foot off the gas a little while, you Mm -hmm. know, so I like to just focus on where am I going, you know, which if you're if that's what your focus is on and you never take the second to appreciate how far you've come and the rewards of what you've gotten, then it's really easy to to focus on the burnout of like, okay, well, I'm just never going to get there. I'm never going to reach the goal. Um, and I, I think too, the, you know, there's a huge issue with instant gratification that everybody wants, you know, mm-hmm. um, it's easy to get burnt out if you're never getting those gratifying moments. So those little wins here and there, you know? Mm-hmm. So number one, I think you need to be looking for small wins versus these big wins that everybody's waiting on. And number two, there's so much power in the consistency of grinding for a certain amount of time, mm-hmm. you know, everyone thinks, well, I'm going to grind for a little while. And then, you know, that you see all these get rich quick schemes and, and all this bullshit, you know, on online that you see all the time of, of, you know, you know, work for a year or two and build this and build that. And it's all fucking bullshit, you know, easy come easy go. You know, it's, you may, you know, how many lottery winners have you ever heard of that, have went on to continue to hold their wealth, you know, it's exactly none of them ever, you know, and so there's so much power in being able to consistently grind for a certain amount of time, see those little monumental wins and keep going, knowing that there's something bigger in the future. Take a second to have the reverse perspective, the rear view perspective 
and be appreciative of where you're at. And mm-hmm. that will help, I think, with the burnout, you know, getting the full picture and, and, and the delayed gratification, you know? Exactly. Uh, two things that I really want to jump on that with. Uh, one thing, Dr. Dre, anybody can get it. The hard part is keeping it, motherfucker. That's and right. That's exactly that's right. what it comes down to is, <laughs> you know, there's something to say about that consistency. Anybody can get it. Anybody can have that spurt. Mm-hmm. The grinding part is maintaining that and still continuing to grow, right? Right. So a metaphor that I was thinking of while you were talking about that I feel like kind of goes perfectly with this is you were talking about the foot on the gas, keeping your foot on the gas, and everyone mm-hmm. has that mindset and the grind that goes with that. To kind of speak into that burnout, if you're low on gas, we all know you know you don't want to ride your tank with 10 <clears> to E because it's got all the, the grudge and the slime and all that nasty stuff mm-hmm. at the bottom of it that's going to mm-hmm. pull it up, it's going to go through the you know motor, have all kinds of different issues in there long term, right? So... It's the same thing with us in life, right? If we're at that point of grinding and we're feeling that burnout and we're just like, we just keep pushing through that one spot, we're just picking up a bunch of bullshit that's right. and we're just yeah. running it through yeah. our system. And you're going and, and to work from that. And that's also like we talked about when you're in that state of mind, everyone else around you, especially if you're in a point of leadership is going to you know, experience that too. Yeah, they're all going to get that, that nasty burn, right? <clears throat> and so imagine your grind imagine your trip your journey because whether you're starting a business there's a beginning and end stop to it whatever Mm -hmm. everything has a beginning middle and end we can all create stories from from all this right so whatever your story is you can kind of squeeze it into this metaphor of a cross-country trip Mm -hmm. with with the car right you're just going across the country the end result let's say you want to get to actual las vegas you're driving to the the town Mm -hmm. of las vegas right And so you know the buildings, you know the scenes, you know everything that you want to see there. So let's say you're starting 300 miles away and you're driving cross-country. You have your plan, you have your trip, this, something, the other. Obviously, things are going to come up along the way that are going to be unforeseen circumstances that you can't begin that plan with, right? But if you know that, you know, you don't mind waiting in traffic, you don't mind taking a detour, you don't mind doing things like that, obviously, as those pitfalls come up, you can curtail them a little bit. You know where you're trying to get to, so you can get right back on that main road and go, right? Mm -hmm. Well, at a certain point when you're taking this long ride, you're on the same road for two, you know, we'll say 100 miles, kind of starts to, the highway hypnosis starts to set in. You kind of see that you're low on gas. You kind of start to feel a little bit of that, that weariness or whatever. Common sense, it just says, take a stop, take a yeah. second, stop, get gas, mm-hmm. get a coffee, get mm-hmm. a snack. Take 15 minutes just to have a complete different set to your system. Right. And then you can get right back on the grind. And that's kind of where that burnout sets in. Yeah. So that you're not doing anything wrong, maybe not, you know, necessarily. It's just the nature of what it is. And we as a tool are just like that machine and we cannot possibly run that nonstop. We have Mm -hmm. to have these little divergence Mm -hmm. to be able to reset, reassess, and then be able to continue off with a new manner in a positive direction. Yeah, again, it's just perspective. You mm-hmm. know, you're 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 stopping to make that stop because you've been watching the highway for a hundred miles, you know, yeah. and you get that start to get that tunnel vision, you know, and everything just looks the same and you're just going through the motions at that point, you know. So you want to pull off and get that perspective and you know, to utilize that analogy, you know, it's what what in life can you stop for a second and do that's gonna put all the perspective back in into in a place where it needs to be, right? So exactly. If you know what you're grinding for, what you're trying to build, and you've been doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it, and you're starting to feel this tunnel vision, this burnout, what what can you t- stop and take a second, you know, take yourself out of that for a moment? 
that's going to really put everything back into perspective of what am I doing this for, you know? And maybe that one thing is that thing that you've been putting off this whole time. It's, yeah. You know, it's that part of the job you hate doing. It's that part that it's kind of your least favorite. So you have no problem putting it to the end, putting mm-hmm. it to the end. I'm just going to keep doing what I enjoy, keep doing what I enjoy. Mm-hmm. This is that time to, to take a stop. Because that thing that you enjoy, you're going to go back to it. Yeah. There's yeah. no oh, yeah. problem on whether or not that's going to continue to go. Mm-hmm. So having that change perspective, having that slight change is going to open up that tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. And if you're doing what you don't like, then when you jump back into the one thing that you do like, you may enjoy it a little bit more. Yeah. And, and you know, that's all talking about what's keeping you motivated. And, and to be honest with you, I don't believe in the word, you know, motivation. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, there's you know, motivation only lasts a very, very short amount of time, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, so I believe in getting the correct perspective several times throughout the year for me, that may be, you know, once a week for somebody else or once a year for somebody else, you know? So, um, you know, folks, a lot of times too, will ask me, how do I stay motivated? And, uh, you know, so that I can keep the perspective where it needs to be. And I like to get around folks who are doing a whole lot more than me, mm-hmm. you know, that, that reignites my hunger, you know, cause with the burnout, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll start to feel like, Oh, well I'm, you know, I'm doing all these things and I'm running through all these paces and I'm doing okay. Cause I'm doing everything I need to be doing. But then you get around somebody else who's doing a whole lot more and has a whole lot more success and a whole lot more cool shit to play with. And you're like, well, fuck man, I, I really wasn't doing what I needed to be doing. You yeah. Know? And it just, again, it's just perspective. You know? And at that point, as you re-put that perspective in your life, I mean, we're all humans at the end of the day, right? We're all <clears throat> capable, more or less, of the same capacity of what's going on, right? And so if you are feeling burnt out, you feel like you've worked probably to a maximum of that mm-hmm. point in your life, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So then when you compare yourself to someone else and you see that they've been doing more or mm-hmm. you're, you're in that situation, it makes you realign of, all right, where have I been working, but working in total bullshit? Exactly. Where have I been working mm-hmm. that can now start to become more positive or more mm-hmm. efficient? Mm-hmm. And that's what I was talking about at the very beginning of this, mm-hmm. of how we can still work just as hard, but we can work effectively and efficiently to streamline a lot of our process. Yeah, exactly. And so that's that's utilizing your time for its full potential value, which I think a lot of folks miss when they're doing the, when they start to experience burnout mm-hmm. is they utilize their time for something less valuable than what their worth is. And that's a whole taboo subject of well, your time's not worth more than somebody else's and all this bullshit. But if you know what you're doing with your time can be, you know, hugely influential or hugely impactful on your business or somebody else's business, and you're going to do the monotonous daily bullshit that somebody else should really be doing because it's easier mm-hmm. for you than doing the things that you know you should be doing, then you're not using your time as usefully as you should be. You yeah, know? exactly. And at that point, nobody is growing. The people who could be doing the the easier tasks that you should be doing, they're mm-hmm. definitely not growing because mm-hmm. you know that could be something that could be pushing them, or they could be learning from, or you know anything it, on that exactly, end. Exactly. Yeah. And so. Yeah, you're just not only are you setting yourself up for failure, but you're setting up the whole team at that point. Mm. And again, that didn't just come up overnight. That mm. was a, a battle of attrition that who knows how long ago that started to set in. Right. And then that whole step mm. back started going back in, which I don't know how many times the people here have heard me say this about being proactive instead of reactive. Right. right. I'll say it again proactive instead of reactive. And that's one thing that this burnout will 
fuck you before you ever have a chance. It's going to make you reactive to any aspect that's coming your way. Anything and everything. Yeah. yeah because at that point, you've lost the energy to, to think forward. You're just going to take what comes your way. Yeah. And as you're just taking what comes your way, you're only going to get by. And now at this point that you're just getting by, it's just a matter until it overwashes you. Mm-hmm. And so... And, and nothing nothing ever comes of, of a position of reactiveness. Exactly. You know, that's all you're doing is putting out fires at that point. You know, you're not progressing at, at any stance. You know, you're just getting by at that point. Yeah. You, you've decided you want to create your pasture and you just want to live with with you know, within the confines of the, the fence there. And mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to use the, the expression, the grass is always greener, but like mm-hmm. if all you're doing is trampling around inside your one little fenced in area, you're kind of ruining all of that grass and there. standing in mud before long. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's where you are in that burnout. You're just operating in mud, getting nowhere. Yeah. So to sum it all up, how would you, how would you sum up if you're in burnout, how would you recognize it? And how do you get yourself out of it? I would say when, I mean, it's a very easy cliche answer of saying, you know, when you're excited or when you stop being excited for it. Mm -hmm. I think when the hard stuff starts to become easier to push back. I know we use the the area of the comfort zone all the time. Nothing grows in in the comfort Mm -hmm. zone, right? Um, Nothing but complacency grows in the comfort zone. Once you start to feel complacency, once you start to feel those earlying factors of, this is good enough. Mm-hmm. Once good starts setting in instead of great, that's that first step because mm-hmm. now you no longer want to push. You no mm-hmm. you no longer want to grow. Mm-hmm. You've just at that point have started creating the fence in which you want to operate in. Mm-hmm. Then everything else is going to start operating under there. And so um, I would say once you start recognizing that you know maybe you're starting to get burnout, maybe you're starting to feel this fizzle. Hands down. Without a, without a doubt, you have to stop and see where you're at now. Because one, if you're operating without a vision, if you're operating without the end goal, without, without mm-hmm. the end result, mm-hmm. you're. I wouldn't say it's a burnout. I would just say you're at a natural stop and you're about to just transition into the next new. You're mm-hmm. just wanting to jump to new, jump to new, jump to new. Um, and, and I don't think that's an easy thing to do for a lot of folks is like that self-perspective, right, mm-hmm. of, of recognizing that you're now just going through the paces. Yeah. Right? So I think for me, when I recognize it, it's just that I'm not nearly as excited about what I'm doing or as quote unquote motivated or as hungry as I should be. Mm-hmm. And then you just kind of slide back into that daily bullshit. Yeah. You know, and then with that daily bullshit, <clears throat> there is no end goal. There is no mm-hmm. result. There yeah. is no final mission that you're working That's, towards. And so you're, you're now being reactive. Yeah. At that point, you're just doing what comes your way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for a lot of nine to five jobs, that's fine, but that's not grinding for fucking greatness. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. a a nine to five, you know, you can grind in those hours perfectly fine, but our nine to fivers are doing nine to five and then a five to, you know, what, 11 11, after that and then Mm -hmm. 11 to, you know, Mm -hmm. like squeezing two more hours before they go to bed kind of thing. That's our grinders. Mm -hmm. Those are the people that need to identify what that what that burnout looks like when they're there. And I would challenge you to think that if you're, done at five in the day and you've got the other, you know, six or seven hours in the evening and you're not doing nothing with them, you're probably running in burnout mode at that point. Yeah. If you're not, if you've recognized like, Oh, I'm tired at five and you, there's no more fire. There's not nothing. You're not hungry anymore after five o'clock. You're probably in burnout. Yeah. 
And and at the, you know at that point that's <clears throat> you are burnt out at that mm -hmm. point, and you very easily could still be going through those long hours mm -hmm. and still be going through burnout. Oh, but yeah. at that point, you're going through them because you feel like you have to, and you're not really excited about the end result. You're it's, just doing what you feel like needs to be done. It's like taking that road trip without a map. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You'll get there. You're driving. And, you know, it'll, it'll be fine. But the issue with uh, with not having that end result and going on a road trip without that 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 plan is you can end up settling with somewhere wherever it feels fine wherever mm -hmm. that burnout starts to become a little too much it's mm -hmm. going to be a little too easy because you're complacent now mm -hmm. it's going to be a little too easy to just take what comes natural and just settle with there but you could easily go farther and you could go somewhere that is where you want to go if you have that end result and you understand how to navigate these pitfalls as they come so we've recognized how to identify burnout how do we stay out of it? How do we stay quote unquote motivated? It's going to come. I feel like it's going to come no matter what. At any point in life, it's mm -hmm. going to come. Um, I think it's just not being afraid of it when it comes, mm -hmm. knowing early on how to tell when it happens, and then just knowing how to change your technique. Mm -hmm. um, another example to kind of think about, um, especially if you grew up in the South, I'm sure you've played in the Creek a lot. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was always like, you know, hop, hot, the rock hopping, going from rock to rock, trying to stay out of the water, but mm -hmm. who cares? You're already wet. But the yeah. point is to stay out of the water. Right. And so I feel like we can set up the, this arbitrary end goal of where we're trying to get to. Right. And if you're, if you're rock hopping fast enough, you're going to pick up a certain pattern, but that's going to be based off of how far certain things are. At a certain point, you're going to have to slow down, go a different direction than what you thought a little bit farther on when you first started. Mm -hmm. And so you can't be afraid to take a second to stop and to kind of figure out another strategy if you need to. Instead of running through these rocks at the same pace, all right, I'm going to have to take a slightly slower pace. If you know where your end goal is, having a slight change in pace there mm -hmm. may not necessarily be a bad thing because especially if we're looking at the amount of energy that you're putting, you could be running yourself into the ground in almost an impossible pace that mm -hmm. you thought when you started was going to be possible. Mm -hmm. And then at this point where you are now, where that plateau is, could be a natural stopping point to realign yourself, redesign your vision mm -hmm. to now reflect what that end result's going to be and to pick up everything that you've learned along the way. I think for me, which I agree with all that, I think for me, you know, when I'm experiencing burnout and I recognize it, mm -hmm. number one, I know things that will relight my fire, mm -hmm. you know, getting around other people that are doing more, going to other networking events and, you know, experiencing all the rah-rah bullshit and stuff that comes with it, you know, kind of getting that shot in the arm. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> going to different experiences, you know what I mean? Different places that give you a little bit different perspective on the world as a whole, you mm -hmm. know? Um, and, you know, doing cool shit, you know, getting around cool stuff, you know, that stuff will, will reignite my fire. So when I'm experiencing burnout and I realize it, I will very intentionally do those things and I'll schedule a couple of those things throughout the year, you know, in, mm -hmm. in, you know, fear that I may get to a point of burnout and like, okay, well, I've already got this scheduled. So boom, I'm already going to get that shot in the arm right there, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and I also think, uh, that, um, having the different perspective will, 
whether you've recognized that you're burnt out or not, getting the other perspective will make you realize, shit, man, I really ain't been doing what I needed to do. You know, yeah. so pre-planning those things, whether you know you're burnt out or not, when you go to these things that will reignite, reignite your fire, may make you realize, hey, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm operating from a point of burnout. You know? mm -hmm. And, you know, these don't have to be, you know, fucking trips uh, to the other side of the country or anything like these. There's networking events in everyone's area that you can go to in an evening mm -hmm. uh, or on a weekend or even a webinar. Yeah. Or a webinar. Yeah. And, you know, people are they don't miss their thirsty Thursday nights or they yeah. don't miss their bowling league nights or they don't miss their fucking football you know, they, they don't miss these things that aren't remotivating them. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Maybe swap one of those nights out for something. I'm going to say know? it's very easy to use the, the expression of uh, you need to decompress or you need that, that escape. But at a certain point, if that escape isn't rejuvenating, you, right. it's mm -hmm. just as much, it's turning just as much as a pitfall. As yeah. Yeah. And I'll, I'll tell you right now, you know, I've had plenty of wild nights in my life and stuff. And, I've never woke up the next morning more motivated to go do anything. Right. You know right. what I mean? So it, sometimes it's a couple of days, even like yeah. retrace motivation to yeah. do stuff in yeah. general, yeah. let alone like <laughs> a whole business and a whole life that yeah. goes along with that. Yeah. Um, I know for me, so one thing with that, especially um, where I'm at, you know, a day to day, a lot of times is more bigger, bigger picture type type mm -hmm. things, um, whether it be from working here or whether it be at the college, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's usually the 30,000 um, foot up perspective. Um, when I start to feel that burnout and that, and at that point to me, it's so much in my head, everything is a plan, it's a plan, it's mm -hmm. a plan, it's a plan. Sometimes it's a week long plan, sometimes it's a three month plan, sometimes it's a six month plan, sometimes it's a, you know what I mean? So there's all these layers to it. For me, regaining that, that feeling of I'm not burning out is just putting myself in the field, just doing a photo shoot, mm -hmm. something as simple as that. Um, not having any end goal for what that photo could be, but just doing something different. Now, I'm still thinking, uh, no matter what, I'm still putting myself in a plan mode when I'm there, but it's such a smaller detail. And the end result, it's almost like the instant gratification, that turnaround mm -hmm. result is a lot quicker. And mm -hmm. so... It's almost like throwing just some some little kindling in the fire. Yeah, there was some coals in there just to kind of get it mm -hmm. going back up to a little bit higher of a burn, and then that can go back to the larger scale, and the imagination can go back to play, and everything can go from there. But yeah, I mean, a lot of times if you need that instant gratification mm -hmm. within yourself, and you know how to use it in a gratifying way, then you can do that. That being said, you do all of this every bit of this and it's still a grind and it's still unfortunate and you still don't want to do it. Maybe you should just fucking stop doing it because like, right. yeah, maybe it's not what uh, your passion is. Yeah. You know? And like, I mean, we, we can pull out, I don't know how many entrepreneurs that were heading in one direction oh, yeah. stopped right there, what they were doing and the next best thing started right after that. So all of this, mm -hmm. every bit of it comes down to a conversation with you and yourself and how you are going to do Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's 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 all about finding your passion. And if you know what your why is and why you're doing it and what your passion is, if you know that you're on the right track and these things aren't aren't, you know, you shouldn't you, you should be able to, you know, recognize burnout. You should be able to get yourself out of burnout, get remotivated, get all the check engine lights off and head back down the road. But if you can't do that, then maybe you're chasing the wrong passion. Yeah. You know? 
uh, and that's a whole nother topic that we'll we'll talk talk about on another episode. You know, yeah. but how to head west when you've been heading east this whole time? That's right, that's right. And we've alluded to it before that you know just because you've done the wrong thing for a, a long time doesn't mean that you need to continue making the wrong mistake. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's that's something that a lot of folks, uh, you know, I've I've heard plenty of times. Well, we've done it this way for the last twenty years. Well, you're still fucking doing it wrong. I don't care how long you did it wrong for. Yeah, you know? <laughs> exactly. Um, I mean, I was going to be the next Robert Frost in high school. And so, like, you know, for me, thank God that stopped because <laughs> no one cares about poetry anymore. So, yeah, yeah. And it's all about finding different channels, you know, and you can have multiple channels, you know, there's mm-hmm. multiple things that people can be passionate about and you can monetize, you know, but we'll, we'll break into that a little bit more in another episode. Uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, this has been a great episode on an internal monologue session. Look out for more. We'll catch you on the next episode of Grinding for Greatness.